Hey, it's EDB. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett for this day 29 of month 11, 2023. A day where I can't seem to get warm to save my life and soul. Have you checked those temperatures? I don't know where you find yourself. I thank you for listening wherever you are. And on behalf of the platform by which you have chosen to consume this, I definitely appreciate you. And thank you for doing whatever is necessary to make sure you get these pieces of business each and every time they're released to the Internet. All those things are awesome sauce. What I want to talk about is where are you? That's the set. I mean, well, no. If you in Florida, this is one of those times where I don't really care if you're down there with old DeSantis. I don't care if you over there with the uh, old Governor Hot Wheels. That's the places to be right now. Well, I don't know. Governor Hot Wheels, that might not be, well, some parts of Governor Hot Wheels uh, territory might be a little bit of a problem, you know. But uh, here in Norfolk, Lord, I just went out there to look at the temperature because I was walking around here with a short sleeve shirt on because, you know, uh, I, I'm. I was just thinking, like, you know, like, sometimes I just want to walk around in my, in my shorts and my t-shirts. But, dude, I can't keep, I had to go put some clothes on. You ever heard Grandmama say, go put some clothes on, boy? Too cold around here for that. Now, I used to thought Grandmama was just yapping because she was poor. And she didn't want to turn no heat on in the house. But, Lord have mercy. I looked at that temperature, and it, it, it's, it's at, I think it was at 69 because... I got one of those, uh, um, you, you know those. I'm a technician. Everything in here is smart, you know. But the problem with the smart is that you got to, you know, update the smart. You, you understand? And I haven't updated the smart, so it, it's still thinking that the heat ain't supposed to come on till it gets down to like six to eight degrees. By the time I realize that that's the case, it's cold up in here. So now you got the heat trying to get back up to a nice uh, uh, conservative, pedestrian, uh, non-threatening, non-inhumane temperature. And it just ain't about that life. So anyway, it's cold around here. 30-something degrees outside. I think it's high. I looked at the temperatures. This is just here in Norfolk, by the way. I looked at the temperatures and it is it's it's not gonna get out the forties. It just ain't gonna do it. It ain't gonna do it. Well, it's gonna get out the forties, but barely. It's gonna hit like forty two, and that's gonna be at three p.m. And that's all it's gonna do. That's all it's gonna do, my friend. That's it. Forty, and then we done. Forty two, excuse me, and then we done. It's gonna be cold as Tom, Dick, and Harry's. Everybody's nipples is gonna be okay. Never mind. It's good to be with you, by the way. I hope that where you are, it's a little bit uh, warm. I hope that uh, you got some. Uh, uh, as uh, just, 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 just thank you, thank you, and be also grateful, and then also prayerful for the people who who are here in these streets and they don't have any any. No, yeah, thankful for them. That's not what I'm looking for. We're trying to figure out what we're trying to do today. I got all these different things down here. Got all these different stuff I've been writing. You know, I, I, I try to write down. I had a mentor told me, put it on paper. Put it on paper. 
And I'm like, dude, what you mean? Well, I got to put everything on here. You need to put it on paper. And so we've been writing things down and making sure that we got all our notes and things. And forgive me as I'm trying to navigate and get everything together. So that we know what we're talking about today. Where are my notes here? Okay. Uh, look at this. 1129. Mr. DJ, ma'am, DJ, non-binary DJ. How are you over there? We appreciate you on behalf of No Copyright Sound out here in these streets. Empowering creators through royalty free and No Copyright Sound. We appreciate you putting your tracks in between various activities that we do here. That said, uh, some of those activities we're going to talk about today is um, support for Palestine. Uh, we're going to talk about workout day. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the life and legacy of First Lady Rosalind Carter. We'll talk about Cleveland resiliency. We're going to talk about um, Psalms 142 and Romans 320 that's going to be our psalm of the day and our verse of the day and then we're going to read or we're going to uh, talk about should i say after we have read uh, the federalist papers number 11 by hamilton talking about respect to revenue that's going to be an interesting conversation we're going to have all those things we're going to get to we're going to get, as they say, a two or two. So get locked in. Why don't you go tell somebody? Would you tell somebody? Make sure that you slide into their DMs. Make sure it's consensual. Now, don't be sliding into no one's DMs. Uh, you know, just, just because. Don't use me as a reason to talk to your ex. She don't like you. She don't want to talk to you. All right? Just leave her be. Let, 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 let her stay over there by herself. Nine times ten. She got a new boyfriend right now. You just ain't it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I really am so sorry. That it's just over between you two. But you got to move on. At least you got to. You can't use me like this. I don't know what I'm talking about. You ain't using me, right? I hope not. Jesus, please don't, don't, don't handle. Let me check the court dockets and make sure ain't nothing. Today on the docket, uh, standing before uh, Judge Blackrobe is a man who is using a fellow podcaster. Actually, why would he be a fellow podcaster? Lord have mercy. That's worse than I thought it was. Okay, cool. We're going to move on. All right. Uh, those are the things we're going to do today. Let's try to figure out what else we got up here that we're gonna we're going to look at. I don't think I don't think that's anything i think that's that's all yeah that's all we got down here uh that is of interest to us and uh oh i got a i got an email today that i that you know let me read this to you right now uh because this is interesting well i don't know well it it's let me just read this to you because I, I was driving yesterday when I got this email so that that the, it, it, it mm, that just yeah yeah did something to me did you know what I was reading it says dear Eric we hope you will join the ERT staff board and dedicated volunteers on December 14 as we celebrate and recognize in all caps you at our annual volunteer appreciation party eric your commitment to the ert foundation this year has been invaluable 
and this is in bold letters, you are one of our volunteers getting special recognition for your outstanding service. Details for the event are in the attached graphic. Hope to see you and celebrate you on the 14th in gratitude, Kendra. Kendra McDonald is the, uh, or Kendra Green, should I say, is the executive director of the ERT, the Elizabeth River Trail, which is, you know, you hear me talking a lot about that. Uh, that's a nonprofit organization out here in these streets trying to connect people to the outdoors, you know, using trails and and um, access to the rivers and different things. We'll talk about that a little bit today when we get to that Cleveland resiliency piece that I want to bring into your hearing. Uh, but before we, it was, it was something nice. Like I said, I was driving down the street and I, it just, I just had to pull over because I was like, excuse me, um, what did what did I just see? <sighs> All right. We're going to get into, like I said, what we got going on here today. Mr. DJ, ma'am, DJ, non-binary DJ. Let me tell you something. Everybody got them Apple Watches, them Fitbits, them Samsungs, and so forth and so on, right? You know about it. Right? Mm-hmm. Here's what I've learned. Sometimes, because we sit at these desks all day, we, 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 we don't realize. This is what you don't realize. That you might have missed that hour. You might have heard that thing go off and beep a little bit. But you didn't get that hour. You to get that time in. Everybody should take at least in an hour, at least two, three minutes to just get up and shake yourself a little bit. Walk around the office from one side to the other. There's some studies out there. We can get to those today, but we're going to definitely get down the road. But just take my word for it. Get up. Loosen them legs a little bit. Maybe go take a bathroom break. Uh, if you if you if you listening to me right now, nine times out of ten, whatever you're working on, it can wait for about three minutes. All right, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, no copyright sound is going to put something here that's going to loosen us up a little bit. Make sure you're moving them arms now and getting that time in. That's the whole goal of this. All right, we'll get to it to it after this wonderful track. It's raw, Ojama. Hold on me featuring Maris Philip. Mm-hmm. I think I got some words right. It's a funny thing when you got some glasses on, you got to read people's names. Uh, put that track on in here. Remember, make sure you get that eye in. Get that armor shaking. The one with the watch on it. Yes, sir. Let's get to it to it.
Today is International Day of Solidarity, known as a global day of awareness organized by these nations united. Uh, if you were like me, you thought this day was inspired by the drama going down with Israel and Hamas or Hamas. But then I was surprised to learn that this goes back to 1947, the anniversary of Resolution 181, partition, uh, uh, the partition to, uh, you know, support from the UN or partitioning support from the UN for Palestine. That's what uh, the anniversary of Resolution 181, should I say, that's what that's all about. Uh, the Muslim... Arabs have inhabited this land known as Palestine since 600 BC. Palestine because or became part of the Ottoman Empire, which they were uh, affiliated with that piece of business from 1500 to 1917. That's when the British did, you know, what white people do. Uh, World War II. There was a dude over there named Hitler. Uh, he came and put the boots to all the Jews. And um, yeah, that happened. And so the Jews needed somewhere to run. So they uh, ran to the uh, area that is now known as Palestine. 1948, when the only squad capable of kicking that white boy booty uh, these states united, their cousin, uh, said, hey, Brits, back off or we'll, you know, dump more tea in one of them harbors. God, wasted that good lip. Anyway, uh, that also fueled the first Arab-Israeli war and then the Six-Day War. So the fight has been, you know, about a group of folks who just want to belong, just want to have their own little hole, just want to be left alone. Don't come bother me. Just leave me over here to do what I do, you know. And, um, yeah, that's what's going on here. There's a couple things 
that were of interest to me that I would like to uh, uh, point out, if you don't mind. Just put in your head for things that you can consider. Um, things that, uh, you know, spoke to me while I was dealing in this conversation or, or preparing for this conversation. Number one, what is resolution 181? Comes from these, you know, nations united. What was that? Who is the Ottoman Empire? This David Ben-Gurion. Who is he? What is the Six-Day War and the First Arab-Israeli War? What was that? Who are the Zionists? And what was this movement? These were the, these were the important things that uh, kind of played a role. And uh, the Palestinians and the, uh, I mean, it, it was, everything is like a breeding ground, if you please, you know. Everything has got something that is it's fueling. It's not like you wake up one morning and they go, ooh, look at there. Let's go shoot somebody. You know, I, I know that to some people, they think that that's how uh, these things pop off. But truth be told, no, it's, it's, it's a literally a a breeding it, it's boiling it's a, it's like a pot that you put on the stove and you just sit there and you just keep letting it fester and fester and fester and until it boils over and next thing you know we, we're out here shooting people hmm. and that's you know what basically happened with the palestinian people over in or the hamasian people because you know the Palestinians are not all involved. It's it's, it's political and it it's complicated. But the, the bottom line is, it's folks who just say, "Hey, this is our land. This land is my land. I want to tell you to pack your bags in." I, I was trying to think about I, if I'd have stayed in it, we might have had something good going on. It might have had might have had a record. Might have had a. A platinum album that we could um, sell on the street corner. But, you know, unfortunately, that just didn't happen. So it is what it is. We got called in the balls. Um, what is, what, what is, did it, did it? <laughs> um, yes. Hello. Yes. What do you want? I'm busy. You called me. Um, you sent me a message and told me to read something, and I was reading it while I was talking about the Palestinian people, and 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 I just wanted to know what it was. And I saw that every team that that was playing and that ODU was in a bowl. They were playing in one of those bowls. I don't remember what bowl it was. I think it was the Army Navy Bowl or something. And, and that, that article I sent you. Yes. And then my Miami Miami's predicted to play against UCF. Who is UCF? University of Central Florida. Oh, okay. All right. Why why do I care? Oh, cuz it's Miami. But you know who's not predicted to be in a bowl? UT Martin. Well, they they were going to have a chance. They They were like what? 9 and 2 or something or 
ten and two, like they won a bunch of games. They had enough games to be bowl eligible, but I think they don't play in a bowl because they're not like a big enough school, basically. Okay, so, but, but you know what school is a big enough school that's not going to be in a bowl game? Ohio. Not Ohio State. Maybe Ohio, just plain Ohio. Alabama? That's, that's a different school. Alabama is in a bowl. Okay. It, it is a school that's named after a state, though. James Madison is in there. I saw that. They finally made it. James we... Madison is in there. This is true. Colorado is not in there. You're right. Colorado is not in there. That's a good, that's a good one. I didn't think about that one. But there's another state that's actually, I think, Pretty much right next door to Colorado. Yeah, but but also, Coach Prime didn't make it to a bowl. He's supposed to be the big the big cheese. I mean, you know. Well, yeah, they lost like their last six games in a row. Okay, well then never mind. Okay, who cares? All right, who who's the, who's the team? Come on, I got to get back to celebrating. Nebraska. I'll go fuck yourself. Goodbye. Nebraska did not. Make yeah, okay. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. I said goodbye. I don't care what you said. I have other things to talk about today. Like Palestine? Yes. Isn't Palestine like the one that got wiped off the map or something? <laughs> like I think if you look on like Google Maps or something, it doesn't even exist anymore. <sighs> That's what I've heard anyways. Who taught you that? Some white people? Yeah. Okay, well, that, yeah, that, that the white people out of Florida, that sounds about right. Okay, cool. That's that Florida educational system. Yes, you are a wonderful product of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the way through to college, too, wasn't it? Go Florida. Mm, didn't you go to, co- you went to, you went to, you went to college in Florida, too, didn't you? Yeah. And then you decided after you were done with that, she was going to Liberty. In Virginia. Mm, you went from Florida to Liberty. Yeah, that's that's what you call smartness. That's my education. Yes, it's a good system. Is anyway. It no, but apparently. Oh, that was sarcasms. I mean, you don't even know that Palestine still exists, but you know that. You probably. That was a sarcastic response. Okay, cool. Why do they have a tent set up? What is going on there? I, I, I really don't know, but I I was working. So is there anything else in sports you want to interrupt me with before I get back to my work? Um, yes. The Dallas Cowboys are playing against the Seattle Seahawks on Thursday night this week. Let's go. Nobody cares. I care. Well, you do care. Are you calling me a nobody? No, you are. You call me a nobody. No, you are somebody. I am a somebody. You are very somebody. Look at you taking Pat McAfee's advice, saying something nice to somebody because it might change their life. Well, I hope it changes your life. It did because before I thought you were calling me a nobody. Now you're saying I'm a somebody. You are somebody. Now I can have a happy go lucky day today. You are just like every Palestinian person in the world. You are a somebody and you exist and you matter. Yay! Cowboys. Okay, goodbye. I mean, go Dolphins. Okay, that's better. Thank you. Now you can stay. Let's go, Tyreek Hill. Let's go. 
time to get to a to it. Is that how you do it? I don't know. I don't watch games. I, I, is, is that what you like do during games? You cheer like that? No, I sleep. Oh, you sleep during? Okay, well that's that's the opposite of what you should be doing during the Miami Dolphins games. No, because if I watch them, then they're probably going to lose. So you know, I have the system where. Oh, I get it. So like normally, if you watch it, they lose. But if you sleep, they win. So. Exactly. So I just yeah. I just go to sleep. Why, why did you watch the game when they played the Bills then? You should have I didn't watch that game. I never watched that game. Oh, well, then that doesn't, that kind of debunks your theory then because they got blown out in that one. Oh. Can I go back to work were you, now? Were you not sleeping during that game? You should have been sleeping. That's probably what happened. You were, you were watching the game, but you weren't sleeping either. You should have been sleeping. Oh, okay. Yes, I remember that. Can I go back to work now? Yeah, go to sleep. Or okay. Go to work because the Dolphins don't—they don't play yet. They play Sunday. Okay, cool. We'll do talk. They play Sunday? Yeah. I don't even know. I, I, figure that out. That's why you do sports. We'll talk about that later. We talk sports. <laughs> oh god. Oh, all right. Um, so, uh, that was a lovely interruption that that just you know transpired in the middle of our our conversation but you know we had to clear up some things because there was a text that went out and and i didn't understand and so now we we know about you know what's going on in in college football and 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 so forth and the bowls and that the nebraska uh corn huskers suck which you know it's, it's anyway um so palestine they do matter they do exist. All right? They're human beings. That's the moral of this conversation. And if we can get past our American ideas and ideals and and past our biases and just being stuck in our own realities and realize that that out there is a group of people who want to live their life Many cases, in many cases, uh, well, should I say, uh, in theory, the same way that that, uh, you and I live ours. And the reason why I say in theory is because they may not necessarily want to, uh, you know, share the same uh, ideas and ideals that we share. You know, uh, some of us walk around with our titties out and they might not necessarily want to do that. Anyway, support the Palestinians. Stand with the people. If anything, because they're human beings. Everything else is subjective. Love the Lord, thy God, with all thy heart, all thy soul, and all thy strength. And the second is just as good as number one. Love your neighbor. Who is your neighbor? The people. Our fellow human beings. Our fellow member of the family. Of the race known as the human race. 
Oh, and by the way, all those different things I talked about, you know, the, the things that need our attention. If you've if you got time, I ain't, I ain't your daddy. I can't tell you what to do. But, you know, you go look those things up. If, if you have time, of course. Like I said, I ain't your daddy. So, uh, you know, don't, don't expect me to. And it's definitely ain't your teacher. So, you know, I know you giving us homework. No, I'm just saying it might be something you want to look up. While we're supporting, if you don't mind, let's take a few moments here to celebrate the life of Rosalind Carter, First Lady Rosalind Carter. Born 818-1927 with the name Eleanor Rosalind Smith. Mrs. Carter was a writer and activist who served as First Lady of the States United. She was a leading advocate for the women's rights and a taboo issue at the time, mental health. E.R. Carter, you know, get it with the English thing. I was also thinking, you know, well, well why did he go by Eleanor? Well, probably because it was in the famous Eleanor Roosevelt, and you know, so that's okay. Anyway, Miss Carter was born and raised in Plains, Georgia where she graduated valedictorian from the high school bearing the town's name. She also graduated from Georgia Southwestern College. Carter was one of the first ladies to play an active role in the day-to-day -day operations of the president. Never really before. And only the likes of Hillary Clinton since played a more focal role than Miss Carter. Eleanor is one of those people who, you know, was kind of uh, more out there uh, with, uh, you know, FDR and, you know, between Eleanor and and Rosalind and, and Hillary, you really didn't see, well, people say Nancy played, Nancy Reagan played some uh, very pivotal role in, in the presidencies. Uh, but, you know, they, outside of those women, you didn't really see too many women doing, you know, they kind of stayed in the background. But not Mrs. Carter. Uh, Mrs. Carter, uh, along with the president, well, first of all, they were married for 77 years. So her and Jimmy Carter, so, you know, there is that thing. Uh, but Miss Carter went to uh, those the briefings so that she could know what was going on in the world and in, in inside the country so she could be smart. She was she said, I just go there and I just take notes so that when I go around the country and people ask me questions, I don't have to look stupid. Like, ay, 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 ay. yeah, you know, what's the dumbest with the what's what's the most annoying thing in the world is to hear somebody. You, you, you ever seen a, a deer caught in headlights or a dog hearing a sound for the first time? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Miss Rose, Miss, Miss, uh, not Miss Roosevelt, Miss, well, Eleanor, Miss Rosalind didn't want that. But they only had one term in the White House, you know, because he got beat by, you know, Ronald Reagan and all that. Uh, but afterwards, she, along with her husband, 77 years, her and President Jimmy, worked with Habitat for Humanity and founded the Institute for Caregivers. She also served as honorary chairperson of the Special Olympics. 
And she always, as I said, wanted to be informed. Always wanted to know what was going on. And according to President Jimmy Carter, Rosalind was his equal partner in everything that he accomplished. Miss Rosalind Carter. Some fun facts about Miss Carter I just wanted to bring out while I have your attention. First, she was three years younger than her husband, the president. Two, she knew she wanted Jimmy Carter when she saw a picture of him in uniform. It's nothing like a man in uniform that just makes all the girls go. (laughs) We call those panty droppers. Um, Three. The first time Jimmy and Rosalind kiss was in the back seat of his little preacher sister's boyfriend's car. <laughs> uh, mm. Seems like all the freaks are in church. Anyway, four, the Carters were Yankees fans until the Braves moved to Hotlanta. Hold, hold on one second. Let me let me uh yeah, I'm gonna do something right quick because I need to see this up see if he comes back to the phone and and, uh, we're just going to put that off and hopefully he'll come back Um, uh, I was trying to see if I wanted to do that but he might pick up the phone and then I'll be in point number 5 and he picked up the phone or is he not going to pick up the phone it's ringing I'm trying to get him to answer a question for me He's going to call me back. Your call has been uh, yeah, I told you he's not going to pick up the phone. Number five, Jimmy and Rosalind almost split over uh, his decision. Talk about Mr. Carter's uh, to quit being an engineer, to quit the Navy and return to Plains to be a sharecropper. She ain't liked it too well. She was like, uh, Oliver, you remember that show Green Acres? Oliver, I I am not, not I'm not cut out for this. Oliver, I want to go back to the to the to the. I can't get it out, cause you know, I'm not a northerner. I'm not a city girl. I can't get out. She wanted to go back to Manhattan. Be anyway. Um, six. She quit her dream of attending Georgia Southwestern State College. For interior design, but later received an honorary doctor of human letters from that institution. Seven, in 2001, Carter was inducted into the National Women's Hall of Fame. And finally, most importantly, she has now permanently retired from the struggles of this forsaken world. And I believe I speak for everybody when I tell Miss Carter, please do yourself a favor. Take a little break. Go ahead and, as they say, rest in heaven. Rest easy, First Lady. Rest easy. God bless your heart. I think right here is a great opportunity. For us to read our psalm of the day along with our verse of the day our psalm of the day comes well is the 
second installment of Psalms that we're reading today. If you have it, as they say, say amen. Put this up here, make sure I can read. Um, Psalms 142, a cry of distress. A maskil of David when he was in the cave. This is a prayer. David says, I cry aloud to the Lord. I plead aloud to the Lord for mercy. I pour out my complaint before him. I reveal my trouble to him. Although my spirit is weak within me, you know my way. Along this path, I travel. They have hidden a trap for me. Along this path I travel, they have hidden a trap for me. Look to the right and see, no one stands up for me. There is no refuge for me, no one cares about me. I cry to you, Lord, I say, you are my shelter, my portion in the land of the living. Listen to my cry. For I am very weak. Rescue me from those who pursue me. For they are too strong for me. Free me from prison. So that I can praise your name. The righteous will gather around me. Because you deal generously with me. That is Psalms 142, a cry of distress. And our verse of the day comes from Romans 3 and 20. Romans 3 and 20 says, For no one will be justified in his sight by the works of the law. Because the knowledge of sin comes through the law. Let's take those two points. Those two moments and meditate on them a little bit. Our psalm of the day, number 142. And our verse of the day. Romans 3 and 20. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the truth of his word. Amen, amen, amen. All right, all right, all right. I have a question that I would like to pose to you if I can. Well, I'm I, this question was posed and I would like to pose it on to you. Pass it along if you please. How often should one work out? The question was asked. The answer, as a general rule, one workout sesh is at least a great start. But for the max training options and effect, 
one should do at least four to five workouts a week. Now, all the gym rats understand one thing. If you're going to do this, you need to go hard. Kind of reminds me of uh, old Exodus chapter 35 verse 2 where it's the beginning or they're, they're putting together uh, the explanation. It's like the Federalist Papers for the Constitution of the Hebrews, which is the Ten Commandments. And in there, as they are, you know, painting the picture of the importance of this, uh, it is discussed. The creation story is discussed. And it is read, six days thy put in this work. But on day seven, everybody, everybody is enough. Just go ahead and chill and relax. That's not what the Bible said. That's what I said. But it referenced it in the same way. It is, it's just, you know, a little bit of bonics here and a little bit of hmm there. But it's the same meaning. Hmm. You know, I was, I was thinking also as I was reading through this article, which uh, you can find it definitely uh, on your Apple. God bless all the people who have Apple News and so forth and so on. Go ahead and, and, and check those out. Let me try to see what the article is called. As I just hit the phone there. Uh, trying to rush to see what this was called. It was uh, this story. Is go to my history and says, uh, "Yeah, well, how often should you work out?" That's what it's called. This is by Ask Men. Uh, is where I got this. So you can go to Ask Men and and type in how how much you should work out. Uh, uh, ask men and uh, put that all in the, in the subject line or the task bar if you please and the article should come up as I was saying I remember when I got my first gym membership my uncle's friend uh, gave me a membership to Bally Total Fitness ah uh, Bally Total Fitness I don't, I don't know if they had more I think they might have had something over in Chesapeake. I don't remember the details, but Bally Total Fitness, to my knowledge, only had one location, and that was in Virginia Beach. That was in Virginia Beach, almost to Rosemont Road, was this um, uh, Bally Total Fitness. Yeah. And uh, my uncle had gotten his hands on, I think he had gotten his hands, somebody got in their hands on uh, this, um, I don't want to call it a seal, but I think it was a seal. And uh, he's called, see, I told you he's going to call back in the middle of my thing. I was moved on and talking about working out, and you call when I'm off that subject now. And what do you want? Back. Excuse me? You called me, so I'm calling you back. Oh. Did you hear that the president's wife died? You know, the former president's wife, not the current one. Which former president? It's only, well, I guess it's by now. Is there like three or four of them still alive? I'm about to say by now it's probably a gazillion of them still alive. President Carter. Obama and Bush. President Carter. You know, the one that, you know, was when you when you were a baby? That one. Because, you know, you're old as dirt. Yeah, see, um, no, that's actually not accurate because 
pretty sure when I was born, it was like Bush Senior was probably president at that time. Oh, you were born in Bush Senior. I think so. Where were you born? Ninety one. Ninety one. Yeah. Yeah, that was the end of. Wasn't he, it? Wasn't it like Bush Clinton Bush? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was coming to his end. Bush Senior was. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I called you because. I was only a little tight when Clinton did what he did. Excuse you? Said I was only a little tight when Clinton did what he did. What did he do? I did not do that. Oh, Jesus. Can we move on? Yeah, I did. Okay. Wow, you sound like him. <laughs> do that again? I did not have any sexual relations with that woman. You sound like that. You, hey, you sound like that old Southern Arkansasian. Yeah, I guess I'm pretty good at... Uh, Impersonations. Impersonating white people? Yeah, that that's what you do. Anyway, President Carter and Pre- call me Ty. Okay, cool. President Carter and his wife were Yankees fans. Well, it's because like everyone's a Yankees fan except for George Bush because he's a Rangers fan. And then they became Braves fans. Yeah. Yeah. So what, President Carter's wife died? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, okay. See, that makes a lot more sense. Because when you said former president, I'm thinking, all right, well, we got Bush. So that would be Laura Bush, I believe. Mm. Then you got Clinton, so that would be Hillary Clinton. And then you got Obama, which would be what, Michelle Obama? Yes. Like, if any one of those three died, I'm pretty sure it would make a lot more news. Oh, well. Just considering, like, I'm pretty sure what President Carter's wife is nearly at this point she was 96 yeah see so she's pushing to 100 so when she dies it's like okay well she's 96 but like she already died but that's what i'm saying like when she died just now i guess it probably isn't making as much news at least so i don't see anything about it oh it's out there you're just not listening um i just called to Imagine, imagine if, if there was Hillary Clinton or Obama or Laura Bush. Like if one of those women had died. Somebody would have thrown a drunken party depending upon how you feel about it. Um, I'm sorry that I say that out loud. I'm just saying those probably would have made a lot more headlines than President Carter because, I mean, they're technically a lot older than... We're we're talking about the fact they're 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 I don't know okay you don't you 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 you're a little you're you're young you don't care okay that was I just, I'm a youngin oh well that's all I wanted to tell you I thought you might like the fact that he was a Yankees fan that's I don't know what you're talking about all right I'm going to sleep now goodbye you can go to sleep you little boy all right thank you get off my lawn all right goodbye. So, um, back to what I was talking about before I got interrupted. I'm sorry about that. I got my gym membership. My uncle's friend uh, let me go to Bally Total Fitness. And, and I, this is around 2006, 2007, somewhere in there. Maybe earlier than that. Tom Joyner morning show was, was 
it was hot, but it was it was Steve Harvey was he had already stuck it in and he was he was turning. He he stuck that knife in to that morning show and he was twisting. Steve Harvey got a radio show. That's why I wanted to do this, by the way, because you know Steve Harvey got a radio show. And um uh so but my problem became, which is one of the things they're talking about in here, is I pushed myself more than I should have. Number one, I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, and I wasn't about to get one of them little trainers because, you know, A, I didn't want to admit that I didn't know what I was doing. And B, them trainers cost. You ever try to get one of them trainers? Y'all y'all trainers be bugging how much y'all be costing. Mm. So, between not knowing what I was doing, not wanting to admit I didn't know what I was doing because, you know, I was married and I was supposed to know how to work out. The only thing I was supposed to know how to do is lift weights. And, you know, this was just another testament that I was a little pansy, little bitch. You know, I couldn't lift weights. I didn't know how to work out. I was just, a, you know, they already said I was a little bitch. And, you know, this was just more proof that I was a little bitch. So, anyway, um, that was a problem. And then it was the fact that it was about 25, 30 minutes from my house, you know, trying to get to the gym. So I got the fact that I'm, you know, stuck in traffic trying to get down to Virginia Beach every time I go to work out. If I get up early in the morning, I had to get up and leave the house because, you know, we had the one car back then. So I had to either do it before grandmama went to work or I had to do it after she came back home. So I was getting up full five o'clock to go down all the way down to Virginia Beach to work out and come all the way back in traffic. You know, it, the, the traffic was was a workout in itself, you know, because mentally, once you're done, you're done. You can lift all the weights in the world, but mentally, once you're done, you're done. Right. So, you know, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I had to go get in this traffic. I know what I was doing. Let's just talk about that, because who was the mentors back then? You know, Seth Rollins hadn't come on the scene to CrossFit Jesus. We didn't know anything about that. You know, we weren't looking at little people like Dominic Mysterio and, and McDonough and 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 um, who's some other people that was out there that we could look. You know, Jay Uso, you know, he works out, but he's not, you know, big and buff. He ain't no Roman Reigns boy. You know, the people we were paying attention to back in the day were people like Hulk Hogan, you know, Reigns. Hulk Hogan, the ultimate warrior. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin was a little bit more human, but he still was bulky and, and, and stuck up, you know, in that, at least in the regard of the sports entertainment world. He was stuck up because he wanted to be, he wanted to keep that body looking good so he can look better on television, you know. So you had The Rock and you had Triple H, and Triple H and The Rock were, you know, uh, well, they are. You know, just banging it out and and trying to get what they can get physically out of this little gravy train before it hangs up, you know. And so, you know, Shawn Michaels wasn't in the picture. That that was a little guy. Shawn Michaels wasn't there. So, all we thought about, you know, when I went to the gym, we had to be a big boy, right? So, mentally, I was done. Couldn't pick, couldn't pass it. So, here's what I have learned. Now... After saying all that, I learned from reading this text that you, you first you start small, right? You're a beginner. And all the people who are listening to this, who are who are struggling, you're getting ready to come up in January. 
right over here, just along, just around the river bend. You know, everybody's going to start showing up at the gyms and getting their memberships and, and you know, they're going to renew their memberships and, and, and they're going to try to do God Planet Fitness. <sighs> That's another thing. When you go to the gym and every time you walk in the door, Jesus is having a convention and he didn't sold out the... It, it, Every time you show up, it's like the feeding of the 5,000, except, okay. Um, so you're a beginner. Everybody listen to this. Think about this. Two to three days. Just hit everything. Once, good, twice. Hit everything from the chest. Hit everything from the arms. Hit everything from the back. Hit everything from the stomach. You know, all uh, everything you need to hit, hit it. And uh, do it two or three times a week until you get used to it. You know, the Apple Watch, and I'm, I'm, I'm done with this subject after that. The Apple Watch every day or every month gives you some goals. They might say you got to burn 250 calories 14 times a month or or you, you got to, you know, run 37 minutes or something like that. They, they got something out there that uh, will motivate you. Use those. And then I'm looking for a community of people who uh, is motivated, but know that they're still lacking in motivation. I like to consider myself to be the most dominant person I know. But if you put somebody around me that's a little bit better than me, then here comes the intimidation, the depression, the anxiety. And I'll just be in my room with the door closed and my thumb in my mouth. You know, so Apple Fitness helps us, I believe, to avoid that. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. Get them workouts in. Pull it off. Let's get used to this thing. And then eventually we'll be advanced. We'll be creating the earth and the heavens and the humans and the birds and the bees. We'll be doing all that in our minds six days a week. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Right. And and then come back and and. Let's talk about it, especially on Wednesdays. Let's talk about it. Huh? Workout Wednesday. That's what I'm thinking. You thinking the same thing? Uh-huh. I know you are, because you know, we, we, we think alike. All right. So that's my, my my reality for this week. This inaugural workout Wednesday, if you please. Just start small. And get to it to it. Speaking of getting to it to it, this is a great opportunity to ride it through here. For Mr. DJ, Ma'am DJ, non-binary DJ. To put something in here. Everybody get up on your feet. If, if you're like me right now. You are probably asleep at your desk. And you're doing your work. You are fully functioning. You are on that Zoom call. Or you did that Zoom call. You did all the notes. You did all the slides. You went through it. You got everything. It was bam, 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 bam. But you sleep. So it's a good opportunity now to go ahead and rest them eyes. Get you something to drink. Go over there and get you something out the cooler. Go to the fridge there. Get up and just twist a little bit. Can you do a little twist? Just a little bit, right? Mr. DJ, Mam DJ, non-binary DJ has got something to put us here to get us, wake us up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Make sure you get that hour in. Uh -huh. All of you who didn't do it last time, go ahead and get it now. Make sure you got it in. Move them arms, that Fitbit, that Samsung, that Apple Watch. Let's get to it, to it. Let's do, you know what? This is a great opportunity to do one of them. Uh, we, need, we need to figure out how to do them workouts at the office. 
you got one of them. You already know what you just, just like them them like little three minute workouts and things. Uh huh. That that's that that's a great way to start small, right where you are. Yeah. You probably don't know what to do now. I just suggest like okay, so you gave me that idea. So what do we do with it? Mm, let's just pick something. How about how about if you're in an office and your office has some stairs? How about for the next or the duration of this track, you just go all the way up the stairs. If you're on the, you know, the second floor and the building has 20 stairs, go way up to the song stops. And once the song stops, you get off or you get, you know, you come back down the elevator because yeah. coming down don't really matter. It's going up. That's the problem, right? Or maybe you come back down. Maybe, maybe you just replay the track and come back down. How about that? How you figure it out, Mr. DJ Matt? You, you, you can help him figure. Okay, cool. See, you figuring it out. That's how we do this. I didn't know that it'd be so hard yet for me to relax. Finding my purpose. I don't know what makes me happy. Don't know what makes me sad. I sit around and ponder emotions in my head. I give up, no matter what I do, I'm not enough. I try so hard to stop by giving to every single bad temptation. And I just wanna feel like a good person, a good person. When I
I would like to, if I can, spend some time in the city of Cleveland because uh, the city of Cleveland has something, or they're they're in the process of doing something that is of of interest to me as I open my box of trusted pens, uh, trying to select one of the lovely pens to write with. Uh, the Cleveland Resiliency Project is what I want to focus my attention on. Um, I got some notes. Let me let me talk about those real quick. Uh, could this boost the community's access to water? Is the question that they're asking with this Cleveland Resiliency Project. This piece of business was written by, um, where is this found? Let me see. This was found uh, inside Climate News, uh, uh, Catherine M. Kowalski, I want to say, is who wrote this piece of business. Ah. Uh, so, we're talking the same language. How do, you reduce, how do you reduce flooding? That's the question here. That's the question that we're asking here in Norfolk. Um, now, near the project, or, well, let me just say this, alright? I, 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 tend to stay away from projects that that are out there if you please uh, on a national scale or or an international scale I, I tend to to deal heavily in domestic issues but this one spoke to me as I said because we're talking the same language over there in Ghent and Larchmont and near the projects before they got, you know, the, all them project people, bless their heart, all of them got the left for the fellowship, you know. Um, and, and you know what they claim they did over there in Chesterfield Heights, and I say that because that's how the people feel, you know. Well, just like here in NFK, the major point of discussion is with the members of the Cleveland East Side. Now, I'm just sticking at this point to what Catherine reports uh, and not going any further, not skipping any beats, not not reading. I like to read and pause and then read and pause. So not going down into the report. I was left right here unsure of who lives on the east side. That's why I like to read and stop because. See, see, you don't deal in, in my dear aunt, my mistakes to say, you don't process well when you don't let it go. You know, when, when, when you sit there and you, you try to uh, deal in the issues uh, holistically instead of dealing in the issues individually, you, you'll find that you just you just can't you can't you can't get to it to it. Is what I'm trying to say. So I didn't read anything. Um, when I think about the east side. This is 
without reading anything. And I'm reading the notes because I've read the whole story now. But when I first took a, a stab at this, I did not read anything. Right. So. You got minority majorities. More poor and working class people. Less elitist slash financial financially prosperous. Right. These are the people. These are the people uh, that are not the financially prosperous, the the elitist. They they are not in this in this section. It's mostly poor and working class people. That is that is the question that I was asking. I didn't assume that. I didn't want to assume, even though that's the way I felt. I didn't want to assume it. I just wanted to ask the question. So going deeper. We learned that just like here in NFK, the east side was predominantly black and brown people. And again, we learned that from keeping ourselves on the plow and keep moving. Right. So they got everything. But the kitchen sink they're throwing at this because they know they're white people dealing with black folks. Somebody read old Jenkins, not the Jenkins, um, white virgility lady. They read the book. They know what's up, right? So this project seeks to address environmental racism. Is what I'm trying to get at. Um, it seeks to take on or tackle policies that have once kept certain uh, people among us from accessing all the city had to offer, which is. A problem that is literally going on at this point around the whole country. Mm -hmm. So, what are they hoping to do? The effects of this project would eliminate erosion while also working to provide educational and recreational options. Which is again what they were trying to do here in NFK. Walking, picnicking, or picnicking. We don't have to we figure out what that meant. Boating, etc. Mm -hmm. Also, just like in NFK, I'm thinking who really, who really are these amenities for? Huh? For now, mm, you have mostly blacks and browns who live here. But what tax bracket are those blacks and browns in? There's another question. Because you can have you know Stonebridge here in Norfolk. That's black and brown people, but them folk making some money. They they ain't nobody out there on food stamps. At least <laughs> mm, I, I, mm, yeah, yeah, mm. uh huh. Cause you can't get food stamps unless you don't have a good job. Or you don't have a good source of income. And so if you're trying to pay for one of them houses out there, you know, you got some income coming from somewhere with me to go cut your food stamps off. So, mm -mm. Well, I mean, then again, they tell you, you know, well, yeah, I, I got uh, I'm, I'm trying to struggle and I'm trying to make a better life. And, and so, you know, I'm going to take him and, and my child talk about it and and make sure that when he goes out that you know he has all the tools and the things that he needs to be successful and and yeah you know, all those different things right 
all those different things that come up in the mind of, of what's going on around here. But what am I? I'm just, you know, a stereotypical guy who's about eight hours and 28 minutes, 567 miles away from, <laughs> God bless some easy passes, uh, from Cleveland. Okay. But I would like to chat with somebody. I would like to. I would like to chat with them. I, I think I know somebody over there in that section of town. I like to chat with them. Yeah. And see if what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling is that is that accurate? Hmm? You read in this article if you have if you have found it. This project is called the Cheers Project, which is Cleveland Harbor Eastern Embayment Resilience Strategy. That's what Cheers is, um, and they're hoping, as I said, to do what many. Of the organizations and different city groups, Norfolk included, to some degree, didn't do well. And that's figure out how to effectively, effectively engage the community. So think about that. Especially all of you who find yourself living in a resilient city or in a resilient. If you find yourself living near Lake Michigan or the Atlantic Ocean or the Pacific or the Gulf of Mexico or any 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 gigantic bathtub. If you find yourself living near it, we need to have this conversation. Hmm? All right. I, I'm a, I'm going a, I'm to a put this to bed. I think I'm put this to bed for the day. We'll do uh, the other things down the road if that's all right with you. And uh, we'll put this to bed. Yeah. If you can find find a way somewhere on the lines on the on the internets to uh, to hit me up. Hey, it's CDB. Anywhere you do that. And I thank you. I thank you for caring for your friends and family. I thank you for sharing with your communities. And most importantly, I thank you for praying. Not just for the people who lace up the uniform of these states united, but civilized and uncivilized nations all over this world, especially the uncivilized ones. Uh huh. They got kids too. All right. How about we do this again, you and me? Lord willing, and that damn crick don't rise. God bless that damn crick. Until the next time we can get together, you, me, me, you. For me and mine. Unto you and yours. Later's. Ha <laughs> ha